keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, suck attached, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight, too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killings. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I'm your host, the King of Sad Style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. I am here with the co-hosts of Tim Dillon is Going to Hell. Tim Dillon, he was on our episode last week. Thank you for having me back. Uh, he was uh, he was he was with us for the Foxcatcher episode. Check it out on it; it's in our archives. And his uh, and his co-host, the legendary Ray Kump. Thrilled to be here, Dan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love it. You're pounding these Diet Dr. Peppers. They're very uh, refreshing. They have a lot of vitamins, I think. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta get my wrestling physique up. You came up. Yeah. I, I guest hosted Bobby Kelly's podcast today, and. Uh, you your Instagram came up, oh, yeah? uh, and because you had saw the overdose on the Long Island Railroad, right. and everybody on the podcast was kind of like, "Was it really an overdose, or was it a cover story <laughs> for whatever you did?" Well, my name's getting out there amongst the <laughs> yeah. people. So. However, it gets out, it gets out. <laughs> right, fair point. Uh, I wanted to talk even before you know. This is a professional wrestling podcast. the po- The topic today is uh, politics in wrestling and wrestling in politics. So I brought. You two on. I thought you'd be a good fit for it. But before I go into that, I wanted to relay a story to Tim that I completely forgot about on your podcast. This is like something that happened to me and Sarah on Saturday. My, my, my uh, lovely fiance Sarah. We were going to uh, to go see the movie that she had, she had she helped cast. And beforehand, we were like, "Oh, let's have some fun. Let's go to Dallas barbecue. We haven't done that in years." In the East Village, Ter- first off, yeah, never terrible mistake. It's, every it's, time you approach a restaurant, and I've done it by going, you know, it would be fun. <laughs> it's never good. It's never good. No, no. food. The food. I'm not going to even get into the food. It's terrible. Yeah, but uh, the best part about it was this dude came in, and we we were sitting right near the door, and he was sitting near the door too. Se- seated near the door too, and uh, he wanted a table in the back. And that place is fucking packed. First off, yeah, Still they do packed. business. East Village, they do yeah. good business, you know. And you got Mighty Quinn's like a couple blocks away. You got like a real barbecue place. Right. For some reason, it's those big, it's those big like hot. Uh, they look like fucking jacuzzis. All, all the well, like, Mighty Quinn's there's no table service at Mighty Quinn's. So right. It's kind of a different animal. It, Mighty Quinn's is fast casual barbecue. Yeah, it's and, the kind of place where you wipe your face with the uh, white bread. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's the, the cornbread was stale. Everything about it, the place, it, it, you know, we've all kind of had low grade barbecue. This is somehow worse than that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's 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 worse. Be- it's it's if you want to get like shit housed, right? And, like eat ribs, sure. And because uh, after you get drunk enough, it'll taste good, right? You know, yeah. So, um, but this is the best thing. This is like one of the this is one of the best things I've heard in New York in a long time. Is this older guy comes in with his friend. Uh, and he's like, we want a table in the back, and uh, and they won't give him a table in the back because they're packed. <laughs> and this guy goes, 
we've been coming here for ten fucking years, and this is how you treat us in the East Village, New York City. There are. Hundreds of better options. Oh my god! Within walking distance of you, I propose ten years, including Boston Market. <laughs> Boston Market is much a better, better option. Yeah. Paul's Burger Joint across the yeah, street, much better. Better option. Yeah. I proposed to my wife here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, a block away. Better option. Well, it you was, know what it is. It, was, it is something. It was there is unreal. something great about people and loyalty and yeah. what they feel like they've earned. Because he feels like he's earned, oh yeah, you know, better treatment. He's been given those twelve percent tips, for, right? He's not wrong. And this is the the most eerie part about it is before he went on this tirade, he turned to me and Sarah, and he he, he goes, "Enjoy your evening." Wow, he said that to yeah. us, like, like enjoy if you've been going to evening. Dallas BBQ for ten years, they should make you a part owner <laughs> of <laughs> Dallas BBQ. The thing is, he's he's watched his marriage disintegrate. Over yeah. the years at Dallas BBQ. Yeah. Right. He, well, this was his male friend. Right, because his wife is yeah. gone. She's, yeah. His wife is she's, gone. She's fucking someone yeah, else. Yeah, I don't think they were lovers. And, uh, no, he's just, he's wistful when he sees you two for uh, a better time. Yeah, enjoy it. Keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. It'll, uh, uh, the ribs uh, don't let me down. The ribs don't let me down. Okay, today the topic is politics and wrestling and wrestling and politics. We uh, have to start out with probably the most famous wrestler politician of all time, Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, Jesse the Body started his political career by defeating a 25-year incumbent mayor and served from 1991 to 1995 as mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, which is whatever. He was the first in my generation. I know you had Sonny Bono, right? Wasn't didn't Sonny Bono? Wasn't he an elected official? Was he a wrestler? No, I'm no, saying, but he was. Yeah, he was a congressman. He was a. Con- I'm talking about celebrity. Um, of the modern era, because we have yeah, of my of my yeah. generation becoming cognizant. Jesse the Body Ventura was the first guy that we had seen on television, right. yeah. in a different capacity. Now leading the state of Minnesota, <laughs> it was like that was kind of <laughs> which is odd because the most- wasn't Franken also from Minnesota. Yes, he Franken? was considering a Senate run later on, which would have been a disaster. But he won the race under the Reform Party. In 1998, and uh, probably the most successful Reform Party candidate of all time. Well, Pat Buchanan and Isola Foster did a lot to confuse <laughs> uh, elderly people in Palm Beach. Wait, so the, the Reform Party, it's not like the Minnesota Reform Party, it's just a Reform Party? Like, what, I, I, what, well, what the Reform you, Party is, it's it's one of those tentpole parties. Like, uh, Jesse the Body then ran on the Green Party ticket, like, yeah, later on. The Reform Party <laughs> is a catch all yeah. for anybody who's not in any party. It is, yeah, it is a net at the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the Hudson River. Pat Buchanan, the Jesse party, the Body, Bob Barr. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's described himself as fiscally conservative and socially liberal. Um, I remember when he was campaigning, he kept trying to tell people, I was known as Jesse the Body Ventura, but now I want to be called Jesse the Mind. Is that what he said? He said that, yeah. yeah. Wow. Smart guy. I mean, he's one of the guys, and uh, you know, I will say this about him, he fought for unions in pro wrestling, sure. and oh. Hogan is the one who iced him out. Him and Roddy Piper were trying to get a union started with the McMahons, and uh, Hogan... Like Big Man, the, the urban legend is that McMahon took Hulk Hogan backstage and was like, "Here's a couple million, squash this fucking thing." Nice. And Hogan wow. was like, "Works for me, brother." Now, full disclosure, yeah. I'm not uh, an avid, uh, knowledgeable. Per- I, I, I watched like up to WrestleMania six. 
But the okay, older warrior yeah. versus Hogan. I liked that, and that was fun. I remember... Jason Body was one of the guys in the was beginning. Was he around in the WWF or whatever, or was he predate that? Well, he was around with WWF, but he, he then he came back as governor. And that was one of one of the things that like became kind of problematic for that state, is that after he was elected governor, he was a referee for the triple threat. No. Mankind, Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, that's, that's... Uh, Triple H match. <laughs> yeah, he was and a reformer yeah. on several <laughs> platforms. Well, that... that that's always when it starts to get like, all right, man, like, why are you in this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Um, but he was one of these guys. He also sued McMahon to get royalties for his voiceover stuff. Like, he's a guy who's, like, always kind of... Uh, oh, he's a smart guy. And, like, is, is he... A, I know he was, like, part of uh, the Frogmen or whatever. Or like the, the, he was a Navy SEAL. Well, was was whatever, Navy whatever predates the Navy SEALs. He wasn't right, technically a yeah. SEAL. But they consider... They, he's part of the family. Right. But is that on... Even that is more than most. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying wrestlers are idiots or anything, but they're not right. typically of a. Of a he's, he's not. A, he's not a dumb dude. No, he's not. I'm saying, but that's he's an accomplishment. I'm saying, are they? Are, is that unusual to have a guy that accomplished go into wrestling? I. It takes all types, you know. Um, I, I. I certainly think that people who get to the top of almost any field. Right. There, there's more behind like, it. What than was just Hogan, being talented. for example? Just a box. Hogan ran for president at one point. Really? But yeah, Hogan. Hogan was really good at being Hulk that, Hogan. That was a guy when I was a little kid. Hulk Hogan was the guy. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, ice cream bars. He was the guy when I was a little well, kid. We'll touch upon that briefly. Um, I mean, we've just had so many conversations about Hulk Hogan on this podcast. But I have read uh, Jesse the Body. Ventura's book, I I Ain't Got Time to Bleed, <laughs> which kind of looks like one of those Dave Letterman top right. ten books. Well, he's also a prominent conspiracy theorist. Right. Prominent, well, which came a little later on, but, you know, like, he was, he's one of these guys who was uh, socially liberal, you know, supported uh, same-sex marriage and, uh, you know, supports recreational use of marijuana. He's just also one of these guys who just doesn't want to, like, wants to fucking lower taxes. He's, he's right. that type of dude. Yeah. yeah. We probably also, like, you know, the, 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 the fiscal unsoundness of our system. Honestly, it sounds like I'm, you know, not that far off from Jesse the, the Mind Ventura. No, well, we, let me tell you right now, you're very far off from his body. <laughs> <laughs> you're very far off from his body. Well, he did, his well, capability. He, he just, like, the thing is, he didn't know how to, like, run government. You know, that was, like, his problem. Well, yeah. He, he would, good. like, veto everything, and yeah. they would still get through. Like, all yeah. these legislation would still get through. Well, I was one of those type of dudes. I thought the impression, I guess, I'm wrong here. I thought he was an effective governor. I think they liked him. I thought he did. No, he didn't run again. Oh. And then he tried to throw support behind his lieutenant governor. I'm not sure if that guy won or not. Well, he he went on. I think he went on Rogan, if I'm not mistaken. It was kind of like. He's gotten more liberal. Well, like he's now, also gotten more in the realm of conspiracy. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's really... Well, he had a show on with a sci-fi. Well, he, had three, he, had, he had three uh, seasons of his... Uh, <laughs> right. Of his, I mean, he uh, was going into Bigfoot, Moonland. Yeah, I mean, Loch Ness, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Northwoods, he, he was in all that he was, shit. He was everywhere. Well, now if you look at it, too, I think he considers himself an expat because he wears like a Hawaiian shirt. Didn't he get into that hair. thing with Chris Kyle, the American sniper? Well, and yeah, at yeah. that point because and he sued his... him and he won. Right. Because Chris Kyle said like made something up. Made something up. Yeah. Which that guy was notorious for making shit right. up. Right. And when it first happened, I remember I was listening to ONA when they were on together and whenever it first went down, Kyle they had Kyle on. 
And I wanted to, because at that point, he'd become this, like, asshole clown with the conspiracy shit. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, if you ever watched his show, it was like, it was really, it gave conspiracy a bad name almost. It was well, really shocking. James Man had a great bit where, because he didn't get clearance to any of these places. Yeah. Right. So the end of the episode is always Jesse in front of, like, Plum Island. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I know you're behind there, yeah. and I'm going to come find you. <laughs> yeah. But he's one of these guys who was like, you know, like, he, he, he was, like, really bummed when, like, one of his, like... His uh, his his brethren in the army that that guy's male partner couldn't see him in the hospital. Right. He's like a guy who like comes out and is like, I stand for your right to burn the American flag. No, he's yeah. probably got a, he's got a good want. heart. Yeah. Probably yeah. I don't know anything about I also him personally. Own several firearms. He's right. like one of those guys. Right. Yeah, well, but he won me over because I, I wanted like, to, yeah. I wanted to be against him. But then like when that all that stuff came out, it's like. You listen to the preponderance of the evidence. It's like, oh, this Kyle guy was a real scumbag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think Jesse has the views you would have if you were a, you know. He's basically Jamie Lee Curtis's character in Halloween. Right. Like, <laughs> in the newest Halloween. Right. I mean, He's very similar. Yeah, I, I expect him to be pretty much what he is. Also, the stuff, like, the stuff that he got in trouble for and, like, <laughs> I, get it, I was reading up today, uh, the stuff he was getting in trouble for in Minnesota was, like, they were like, so what's better are the Twin Cities, uh, Minneapolis or St. Paul? He goes, and he's like, Minneapolis, St. <laughs> Paul looks like it was designed by some some drunken, disorderly Irishman. <laughs> like he said that, and then he had to apologize. That's so funny. <laughs> so he's like, he seems like a fun hang. I bet he is, and I, I and I think what's interesting is that professional wrestling to me has as much of an overlap with politics as anything. Stand up, I think there's a little bit more of an overlap with what stand up comedy and wrestling, wrestling? stand up, yeah, yeah, probably politics, stand up, and and no yeah. good, no good. Now it's there's starting to be an overlap, and it's yeah. like horrendous. No, it's, it's horrendous. a very bad <laughs> idea. Well, Frank, it wasn't the Franken, Franken's gone now because he was a yeah, he's he's gone. He I mean, was he, they're saying uh, he may come back, but was he ever stand up? Was he just an improv? It doesn't matter. But. I don't really know much about him. There's a bathroom breaking the fourth wall here. Tim's got to go fucking. <laughs> Either take a call or shit himself or both. No, but I think he, uh, look, I mean, he, he, was he a wrestler in the WWF before he did Predator? Well, he was, uh, he was kind of one of these guys who, uh, he was, he was known for color commentary, commentary, but before that he had that gorgeous George type of like, I've got a great body and I also got like the flowing hair. He was a heel. Like like million dollar man kind of style? No, he was a little more flamboyant than that. He had like a boa. Oh, Ric Flair. Million dollar man was essentially like. Wait, he had a boa? I thought that was only Ric Flair had a boa. No, I mean they all rob from each other. Jesus. It's like everybody kind of robs from each other's gimmicks. So this is like back when like. There's only a few real originals. This is back when they they didn't have a national thing and it was was almost like the the old school like, you know. uh, Yeah. the, The upstate uh, the, what was it? Uh, the cloisters or whatever? The comedians? We mean what, what, like the North what, Catskills comedians? Catskills, Catskills, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot of that. Just rip each other off. I mean, the, the you know, like the you know, like the Ric Flair, the you know, like like was derivative of uh, you know Buddy Rogers, and uh, I could I could be getting that t- wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm right. I on used that. to like Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes seems like more of an original. He had his trading card, and he just has this weird polka dot suit. Plus, and... yeah, plus he had like the worst body in professional yeah, wrestling. Yeah, it's unattainable. Um, un- <laughs> very obtainable. And we're back after a brief break. Tim was on the phone with Hollywood. They're passing. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. I was right about the Buddy Rogers. I didn't realize, and, and going into... Uh, um, Jesse the Body, he got uh, the National Defense Service Medal and the Vietnam Service Medal. Like this was like a guy who was like 
Oh, really he, in the shit. Yeah, he's a war hero. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's it's got to be painful for for them to see him on TV advocating for the theory that 9/11 was a inside job. Like that's got to be rough. <laughs> you mean like what for the military? For anyone. <laughs> uh, I mean, for, I mean, because usually you well, don't. Well, these are the have... guys, though. Like, don't forget, like it, 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 there was no Navy SEALs at this point. It wasn't as like formalized like Hell Week or whatever they do. I, it was really like he was in Vietnam, and I feel like it was a much more like, hey, let's get some maniacs to go do, do suicide missions. Right. That's the kind of guy he was. So, yeah. like, they should have seen it coming. I love Can him. you imagine running into him in Vietnam? Oh, God. Just uh, a monster. It was, was like, in pre- in pre- he's, it was, essentially, he's his character in Predator. Right. Yeah. Is that the only major movie he was in? He he did a but they sadly. tried to sadly they no he was in other stuff but they tried to do a sitcom with him and Roddy Piper like a big like a Ooh. network sitcom what which, happened I mean it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah but they thought that that was going to be because Roddy was in They Live and Jesse was in that and, right yeah you know Jesse would like work out with Schwarzenegger I mean at the time there was yeah, he was he's a, he's a very well respected guy yeah did you yeah. try rebooting it I mean it might... not really well respected anymore like if you talk no. if, if you go to Minnesota and you mention Jesse the Body I, everybody's eyes roll everybody's like yeah enough enough I mean honestly yeah. you listen to him now on Rogan for instance and he's like super reasonable like he handed up for that stupid conspiracy show like, he was he's not that dumb he's not like he you know not, it's you wonder if the network pro- was a History Channel. It's a you have such an affinity for. J- I, I've never seen Ray this uh, like uh, with this much of affinity towards someone. Well, this seems like a good guy, like a guy who you know. I'm sure he's he, he crushed a bunch of Vietnamese kids' skulls, probably. But <laughs> oh yeah, I was just about to God. just about to say, well, no. well, what makes him a good guy again? Because <laughs> no, no. oh, all the philanthropy he was doing in Vietnam, <laughs> yeah, just torching villages. And in age, he's a good guy. You know, age he lifted his, weights. Age, no, I mean, in an age of hysterical political discourse. He would seems like a reasonable. The guy that did the Bigfoot show <laughs> is the guy in this. He's the guy in the age of hysterical well, political I'm, I'm, discourse. I'm, I'm talking about the dichotomy between that and when you hear him on, for instance, his friend Joe Rogan. I think uh, I support Bobby Heenan. I would love. I would have voted for him. You would have voted for him. I would have well, voted what, for the mouth from the south. Let's move. Let's move on to Glenn Jacobs. Who is currently the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee? That's a big city in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knox County. Uh, Glenn Jacobs is his name. A uh, Kane. He goes by. Oh, that was Kane. Okay, I've heard of Kane. He had the mask, right? I, t- you know, today I watched his debate in Knoxville. Without a doubt, the most qualified person for the job. Really? Oh, without, probably. Without a doubt, you watch the debate. One of them was like a Republican police lieutenant who was like sweating and couldn't <laughs> get his fucking words right. Right. And Glenn Jacobs is is a libertarian. I mean, he, he's like he supports Trump on a lot of shit. So, like, I obviously wouldn't support him in a Senate level. Right. But like, he was literally going up against him. This woman who was a beautician. <laughs> This other guy who just kept bringing up the Christmas parades of yeah. the 1980s. And what a dark <laughs> afternoon you had <laughs> watching the fucking mayor's debate of Knoxville, Dude, Tennessee. It was just, wow. It was just podiums and then house plants at the bottom yeah, of the podiums. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and then probably somebody done else like who, was a, the, who was the Democrat who was just like 
who's never run before was wearing like a green. They probably did it in the conference room of like a Best Western. Yeah, and yeah. Like Gwen Jacobs, who's been on like Fox Business Channel and a bunch of other stuff. A green like, what? He's wearing she a was green. wearing like a green coat. Oh, the woman. Okay. She was like, and they're all like, uh, I, I, Gwen Jacobs are like, what's the number one problem? He goes, absolutely the opioid epidemic that's happening. It's filled. And, the, and then, you know, they're like, what, what's the number one problem? The Democrat, and this is like where the Democrats lose, you know, yeah. not, you know I'm, a, I'm a Democrat. But she's like, education, we can, <laughs> we can teach kids to avoid opioids. And I'm like, have you ever tried Oxycontin, <laughs> yeah, bitch? Yeah, yeah. It's real good. And yeah. I, don't, I don't care. You know, like, like how many fucking cartoon dogs are gonna are gonna tell me not to use drugs? Yeah. Like, well, I, that's also you. <laughs> you know, that's also you might have an addictive person. Completely <laughs> reasonable to teach kids to not use opiates. I mean, honestly, bitch, have you ever snorted oxycontin? No. I personally well, you can't stop them from doing it. It's like what? I do personally feel like those drug, the drug dog or whatever, or dare program yeah. was relatively effective. Who's the dog, drug, drug McGruff. dog? Yeah. McGruff. Yamanika's right? got a great bit about him. McGruff. He, he, he take a bite out of crime. Anyway, Glenn, now this guy, Glenn, he was Kane, right? We're talking about Kane. Yeah, and then was yeah. he a particularly good guy on the mic for a wrestler? No, he wasn't that great on the mic, but his character was cool when he came. Who were the best on the mic? Would you say? Well, I mean, we've talked about this on the re- on on yeah. wrestling podcast. So I kind of want to steer clear of that, but you know, Ric Flair, sure, yeah. uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, right, CM Punk, gotcha. so, The Rock, no, Mick Foley, everybody you whom, think, the big stars, but Jake none of whom seemed, correct me if I'm wrong, were any of these politi- Becky political Lynch people. Now, this is, she's really good. There doesn't seem to be because we're talking about oh the overlap between politics and wrestling. You would think some of it would be the mic work and the ability to like you know, and it doesn't seem to be an right. overlap. And the, as far as the best mic well, people, I, no, because a lot of those people like do too well, right? You know, like why are you going to go into the politics if you're the Rock? Sure, you know it's just not going to happen. Well, yeah, he's just the, the greatest success. Stone Cold Steve Austin made too much fucking money. Well, I mean, yeah. listen, man, a lot of people were actually floating the Rock as a potential. Yeah, but he, but you know, I'll get to the Rock. But the Rock spoke at the RNC, right? Yeah, you know, the Rock, the the the, the, the political uh, opinions of the Rock are very ambiguous. Yeah. You know? He nobody, sees, nobody he, knows. Nobody knows. And then he made an appearance at the DNC, too, but he didn't speak at the DNC. He could be an amazing... I mean, look, I, you, get, you get the sense when you listen to him, not that he's some great genius, but he's perfectly coherent, perfect, and, he could, and you know... Reasonably, Definitely a globalist. Like, oh, that guy... Sure. That guy is... Uh, I mean, he's probably more in line with Hillary than Trump. Sure, right? yeah. On a lot of shit. No, we Steve all- Bannon and The Rock <laughs> aren't really getting along, you know? But the, oh. the, the, the inherent charisma, because I, I, most of the movies he's been in, I have no interest in. I've watched him in things, and you just can't deny his just natural charisma, his affability. He would yeah. make a great Reagan-level politician, you know, yeah. that kind of politician. He would fucking thrive at that if he wanted to. Glenn but- Jacobs quoted... Ronald Reagan during the debate said he wanted to make Knoxville the shining city on the hill. That's hilarious. His campaign video, because let me give you a background on Kane. I mean, Kane's fucking backstory is he was burned alive um, at uh, by the Undertaker at like the Undertaker's like funeral home where they were both raised. They're a brother, but they have an angle later on. Where like he may or may not have had sex with a dead corpse. Uh, well, that's like Ray. You're a lot worse. Yeah. For all your like, all your fans who may not be familiar, that's a, a baseless... lot like Ray as a person. You know, right? Uh, and I then... went to the morgue. I never had even touched the corpse that wasn't in a sexual way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then... The defendant is instructed to answer the question that was asked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then his. 
his commercial, and I wish we, I, I mean, check it out online. It's just him in front of a park bench in Knoxville, and he's like, I love this community. Yeah. Do you but think he's, it helped? He's gigantic. He's like 6'7". He, he wore a mask all the time when he was wrestling, right? Yeah, and then, well, then there's a moment helped? where he was unmasked. But that was like a one-off thing, right? Like, do you think no, he, then he wrestled without a mask oh, forever. Oh, okay. I was gonna, yeah. um, but he... He's also uh, he's he's known as one of the smarter wrestlers backstage. But the thing about him is like the one thing is like uh, you know, and I, and I probably don't support a lot of his views. I'm, more, I'm you know more of a probably a big government guy than fucking Kane is. But then Kane just did that show in Saudi Arabia, which I guess people in Knoxville don't give a shit about. What show? Well, the oh, the, I mean, the big sh- this has been on you know the on everybody's minds is the big WWE show in Saudi Arabia. Vince McMahon didn't cut it oh, right. off because the journalist was murdered. <laughs> John Cena refused to do it. Daniel Bryan refused to do it, and Vince McMahon was just like, "We're doing it right." <laughs> and who was he? Sorry. And who wrestled there? Who? The headquarters is in Connecticut, right? The headquarters is in Connecticut. And I passed it sure. the other day. Yeah. We're saying I Kane mean, went there? The Kane, Kane wrestled. The mayor of Knoxville wrestled in, in Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Arabia oh, during yeah. a uh, global crisis. That is... Uh, Last week. Sticking to your conviction. Or as the citizens of Knoxville say, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, look, yeah, I mean... They don't care. They don't I don't think shit. they give a shit. They don't care at they're all. They're like, what are the laws like over yeah, there? Bring like, them over here. Yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> Women can't do what? That's great. <laughs> it's amazing that Saudi Arabia, you know, you would think after 9-11, even if it was done cynically, like, we're going to get 19 Saudis to drive a wedge, it didn't stick. Like, the, the, the general population, even, doesn't seem to give a fuck no. one way or the other. No. General, the general population is just trying to make, uh, I mean, now the, the number one issue is health care. Right. right. You know, I, it, Which it, it always should be. There, <laughs> there is no other issue. The yeah. number one it issue really is health care. You yeah, know, and it's always going to be. There. Well, the yeah. government and the government is poisoning your water. It kind of, you know, becomes a bigger crisis. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think like people in Flint aren't as nervous about like the Kashmir region. <laughs> right, know? right, right. And they're just not thinking about it. Let's go to number three on our list. This guy, wow, uh, he wrestled by uh, the name Ludwig Borga in the early nineties. Uh, he had a feud with Lex Luger. His real name is Tony Holm. Uh, Halm, I may be mispronouncing that to the uh, Finnish listeners. Um, he became a uh, member of the Finnish parliament from 2003 to 2007. Um, a lot of stuff about this guy. First off, Nazi. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Am I wrong? Are the Nazis in Finland? He was a member of the True Finns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He does. He did. He was found when at, he 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 killed himself. Um, oh. That's how he died later on after Parliament shot himself in the mouth, and he was found with a, uh, with an SS tattoo on him. Well, that's you know you know. I mean, you really have to be committed to. It's interesting. Opposite opposite of Jesse the Body Ventura in the sense that he wanted a big government, uh, but he wanted uh, he was anti-immigration, anti-gay. Well, it's yeah, national. Hitler had a big government. Yeah, yeah. it's national socialism. <laughs> it's a national socialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he and he, um, <laughs> and then right after the election, he uh, he went on the radio and said, "Finnish president, uh, which I'm butchering this name, Taja Halonen, was a lesbian," and apologized later uh, and said it was only because he assumed that she was a lesbian. Was she a lesbian? I, I I'm not sure, but like he said it like Probably. anyone can get elected. He was right. like a Nazi, a lesbian. Right. 
He was kind of going for that angle. Yeah. So what was him? You remember him as a kid watching wrestling? He was wrestling? very briefly in there, and right. he was one of those guys, too, that after he died, nobody really in WWE had a good thing to say about him. Sure. You but know, he, they're uh, like, yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He didn't make a lot of friends while he right. was there. But he never had some gimmick where he was, like, pulling out jackboots or, you know. Like... I mean, dude, I mean, like, if you look at it, like, if you Google him on your phone and you look at the guy. What's his name again? Ludwig Borga. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's not surprising. I am not going to make any assertions one way or the other about wrestling. I don't think they're racist inherently. Or anything He's also like that. a lot of DWIs. Not this, of this guy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Not him. I'm shocked. <laughs> it, does that stuff, maybe even on lower levels, Does do, are there any guys who, like, play the more... Who play with the whole Nazi thing and all that? that well, they've had, definitely had Nazi gimmicks before. Yeah. I, and I, I've told this story. I don't know if I've told it on this podcast before, but... Um, this is a great story. I've definitely told it on uh, My Dumb Friends, but um, I, I've, I've been obsessed with wrestling for years and years and years. And my, and my aunt in uh, North Arlington, New Jersey, was like, hey, our next-door neighbor is a local professional wrestler. We should go check him out. So we get there, and we're, like, waiting for this guy. We hear the fucking, you know, Flight of the Valkyries, like, not Flight of the but German national <laughs> Like blasting Brahms, whatever. He comes out, full Nazi brigalia, starts giving the Heil Hitler salute. <laughs> My little cousins God. who don't know what a Nazi is start giving the salute oh, back. Oh, God. And, and Just because he saw you walk into his house? What? Just because he saw you walking up to his house? Like, what do you. Apropos no, of no, no. This is in the ring. His gimmick was oh, okay, he was a okay. Nazi. Gotcha. Oh, okay, and okay. then, like, and then, so my, my cousins, my little cousins start doing it. And right. they're like, we're slapping their hands down yeah, because yeah, they don't yeah. know what that's about. How local means. is this? Is this like some local high school? This is like in a VFW type right. rest. And, like, he had a gimmick where he started fighting with a black guy in the, in the audience who's clearly a wrestler, you know? Right, what right. kind of wrestling <laughs> is this? What is this where he does Heil Hitler and then he fights a black guy? And afterwards. I used to go to wrestling matches. I never saw anything like this. Well, you went to real. You went to like Nassau Coliseum. I went to legit, legit one. Kind of garden. Afterwards, yeah. like a guy, legit. a guy in a suit, like stands up. He goes, "Before you leave, it's a take. Let me take a moment to hand out some documents. You might be yeah. interested." Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw yeah. Sid uh, Sid Justice. What Sid, was his name? Yeah, Sid Justice. Yeah, he was a guy who apparently just refused to. Uh, he was all right, but he refused to um, do an event. He was built. He was doing an event. Yeah, Tim wanted to fuck him, but. Uh, he so wanted what? To, Sid no, it's fine. I'm just Sid saying Justice. he wasn't that good of a wrestler. Um, Sid uh, just refused to do an event because I guess the the promoter of the event endorsed Donald Trump, which I'm sure has nothing to do with it. After I saw that story break, I'm like, I don't know if this is true. This doesn't seem like your type. He's, he's not. He's but he's a he's a beast of a dude. Sure, sure. You fuck him. I mean, well, listen, he'd, he'd, he'd be fucked by him. Yeah, I'm not going to fuck Sid Justice. <laughs> Let's yes. relax. Come on. <laughs> he went by Psycho Sid later on. Uh, That's after the, uh, you know, traumatic so anyway, injuries. Ludwig Borga, R.I.P. <laughs> I don't know if you can do rest in peace was he for just, was an it, SS guy. Was but, it disgraced like, shooting himself in the mouth? I'm pretty sure you can. I, he was drug. I think he was he was suffering from some mental health issues. Okay, also, okay. probably some CTE and all sure. that. Because he did a lot of MMA shit, too. Okay. Uh, let's go to Linda McMahon. Uh, uh, ran one of the most expensive Senate campaigns in history. Connecticut. If it wasn't she, what didn't wasn't Trump going to name her? She may. There is. There is right now. There is. There is uh, rumors that she's going to be replacing Wilbur Ross. As right what? now, that she's top. She's Trump's top pick to replace for what to- commerce secretary. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, that's the number. Great. She's the small business, I guess, whatever. Well, that she's small business. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. So he wants to replace Wilbur Ross with her. Great. <laughs> Great. That's his top pick. Because they've been friends together forever. Vince and Trump. Trump is a wrestling heel. He's a, well. He's he's a wrestling face, actually, right, which yeah. is sadder. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we'll Wait, get who, into... who was the heel against him? Vince McMahon. They had a they had a shave my head. Trump match was a baby face 20... against McMahon. Yeah. Jesus. At WrestleMania 23, and we're we Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, Donald Trump, and Bobby Lashley all shaved Vince McMahon's head <laughs> in the middle of the ring, and Vince started bleeding because they were doing it so aggressively. Didn't yeah, well, that's maybe, FDR maybe, had that same story. I might be making this yeah. in my head, but did Trump like uh, start FDR talking about fucking Vince McMahon's daughter? Uh, Wait, some... What? I'm, I'm, I, may, I, I thought there was something with McMahon's daughter when Trump was like talking about like, nothing. Oh, with well, the vodka or no, with McMahon's daughter or Stephanie. McMahon. I mean, they've both been like, I mean, both daughters uh, are, have definitely been sexualized sure. uh, by their respective fathers and companies. You yeah, know? to an uncomfortable degree. Yeah, right. To an uncomfortable <laughs> degree. Um, Maybe I'm just making this up. My, we're getting milk. No, I mean, I think there is a story. Bruce Pritchard talks about it on his, you know, and Vince, Vince had a, the, the famous angle that, like, I've heard about, and it's not substantiated, so I don't want to, like, put my name on it, is that the angle that, that, had, that had been nixed was, like, an incest angle. Oh, nice. Between Vince and Stephanie. But I, that I, would I, get me to watch wrestling. <laughs> I would actually be interested. <laughs> I would find that compelling. I, I don't know if it's true. It's, wrestlers also, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, they're 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 sa- they're sailors. They make up shit just to. Well, like, it's like you know, and the big thing in wrestling is that like you know, like whoever is the top guy blew Vince McMahon at one point because that's the most creative those guys can get. Right. Well, I think it's also like a lot of these guys get thrown to the wayside unless you're you know the Rock or John Cena, and so like you know, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a business willing... where you either want to be the top guy or that's it. So once you're out there, you know, you're probably apt to make... Unlike you know... comedy, which is really good for everyone across the spectrum. <laughs> Everybody's doing great. Yeah, But uh, Linda McMahon, um, she wa- it was like one of the... She poured her own money into the campaign. Right. I think she lost something like, like $50 million on the campaign. There was two different ones, right? Yeah, there was two different campaigns. She who did she lose to? Richard Chris... Blumenthal, who in Connecticut... Who, Who's uh, her, he lied about serving in Vietnam. Vietnam. He got five <laughs> deferments. She yeah, lost to him. She lost to him. Wow. Convincingly. Wow. I mean, what is she running? She's running the Republican, obviously, right? Right. Yeah. And because what I is got, the makeup of Connecticut politically? To, like, it's Democrat. Know, it's pretty much Democrat. But, well, it's, a, but it's also, there, there's some Republicans there, New Canaan. But and they stuff. also, I think like some of the ads were like just them running the clip of like, like when when Linda was catatonic on a wheelchair in a wrestling angle, yeah. the man was like making out. Well, in here's front the thing: some of those hedge fund guys in yeah. Greenwich are Republicans, but they're not voting for her. No, like they but, look at that, they're like, wait a minute. But you gotta imagine there are yeah. certain, oh, hold on. Yeah, there are yeah, certain yeah. states in the union that you know you could they should probably carpet back to and do pretty well, right? Like you know more wrestling. Yeah, states. I, I mean I'm sure she'd f- do fine in the South. Yeah, you can't win in Connecticut, no. right? <laughs> You can't win in Connecticut, and it's like she was all over that company at one point. Yeah, too. right. You know, what, what was, was her? Like, she, did she Vince have was a... like, 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 like or there was an angle where she was comatose, and Vince was having an affair in front of her, and like, oh, that's amazing, you know, like making out and grabbing <laughs> asses and honking. Boobs. She, I'm sure she had. You know, I'm sure she's no idiot. I'm sure she had a business role. Did she have like a major business role in the in the company? Or was she? She kinda... did at one point, and I think she's kind of like pulled back from it. Right. And now it's mostly Paul Levesque and. Stephanie and Vince McMahon and is that um, still like a, a like they they really run the company? It's not like not just a yeah, but they're both like billionaires. 
yeah. with like like both him and Donald Trump, like billionaire, self-made guy. Although Vince yeah. is like a truly self-made guy. No, he actually made a Trump isn't business. really a self-made guy. Right. No, of course not. No, he got help from his dad. But like Vince is like grew up in like a trailer park, and Vince can speak Carney, which oh, nobody sure. knows. What does that mean? It means like like Carney's had their own language. Oh, so yeah, actually, really? he can actually speak Carney. Wow. Wow. And so when was he coming up when that was still a thing? Because that's not around anymore, really, right? Who? Like, the whole Carney culture is not really there. No, anymore. it's not there anymore. But I, mean, I think it's been replaced by, like, honestly, like, juggle a culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, if, if there's anything Television closest, really disrupted that. Too, yeah, like, reality you know? TV, juggalos, all yeah. that kind of shit. Um but, but McMahon Trump has kinda... been a uh, huge McMahon. Trump hosted uh, at his, you know, at at his uh, casino. He hosted WrestleMania uh, four and five, 1988 and 1989. What was the genesis of Trump and like, being on the WWF? Like, what They're were the like... same thing. Sure, it's all self promotion. Okay, so there was no like, pre existing relationship. Like, no, I mean, I think that they all respect. Like Bruce Pritchard tells a story about like how like one of the wrestlers got like <laughs> thrown. Over the guard rail and like hit Marla Maples or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that was Trump's. Yeah. And and Vince just like looked at him and smiled. Yeah, like uh, not Vince. I'm Trump. Looked at looked at Bruce and smiled. Right. <laughs> like he wasn't like you hit my wife. It right. was like it was like great. I get it. I get the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I get the whole. <laughs> Saves thing. me the work. Yeah, I get the whole thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> I get it. I'm, I'm part of this. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, but Vince is never, I guess he's too tied into the business, but he's never really expressed, because he seems like he would be a compelling at least Vince political has figure. Too, oh my God, that guy has too many skeletons in his closet. Sure. I mean, we can do a whole episode on Vince McMahon and, and the shit that he's been dragged through. I mean, he he basically personally like united like a 30 I mean, different... The guy's made like, so many public relations snafu after Chris right. Benoit killed his family. <laughs> yeah. The next night, he held a moment of silence for Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting the whole facts of the case. Oh, God. In the middle of the ring, and people yeah. would like, it ha- stirred did a whole thing because yeah. that Raw was a tribute episode yeah. to Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, some of the stories, they're like, in hindsight, they're like, yeah, and Chris would just make those new guys do, like, push up after push up <laughs> after push up. Oh, and Vince, like, had an empty ring, and he goes, a moment of silence. For Chris Benoit. And he starts like getting emotional in his throat. And then on SmackDown, he like tries to do an about face and goes, We don't celebrate Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah. We celebrate wrestling. And yeah. let's get this SmackDown going. Wow. Talk about a political what if. If Chris Benoit had lived, I mean he could have uh he had a he had a certain presence, I think, that could have really United that this guy, country. Yeah, that guy really could have united this country. He really loves Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, big oh. fan. Big fan. Um would you Rhino, like to have, uh, Would you like to have dinner with a guy like Vince McMahon? Would that be a fascinating yeah. dinner? Yeah, and you absolutely. Would, I, mean, what, what you I, would, I mean, the guy's. I mean, I don't even like wrestling. The guy is just no, has, no, no. Listen, I, I, I absolutely would. I'm just saying that you get. Uh, oh, would he be one of your top five? Probably not. Yeah, me, me either. Me neither. But like, but apparently, you, he love, eats, you love wrestling. I love wrestling, but he wouldn't be in my top five. Honestly, though, okay. if he was going to be, let's just assume he's being forthcoming and would tell you stories. He might be one of the most fascinating guys to talk to. I mean, his weird background, going around these different like organizations. I mean, I don't. You know way more than me about yeah. it. He seems like I, I mean, he said Carney Ray got very excited. Carney, <laughs> 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 looking for employment. <laughs> I mean, I've just heard stories in that company, like. That are just, I mean, he's still too utterly insane to ever run for office. Sure. Right. Because he's been the, you know, uh, king in his own weird kingdom for so many fucking years at yeah. this point. 
Like apparently he loves just like rare steak, like like yeah, rare. And then he like pours like muscle powder on the stuff. I mean, the guy is just, <laughs> just out of control. I mean, he's out of control. This guy. All right, well, let's cut through some rhino, uh, spelled with an R H Y N O. Ran as a Republican for Michigan House of Representatives in 2016. Uh, had the approval of Vince McMahon, according to him, and he was defeated by. Uh, Abdullah Hamoud by about 8,000 votes. Did Abdullah use the term rhino against him to kind of play on words? I'm sure rhino used the word Abdullah against him. No, if we don't you know what I mean. Rhino. Like, I'm sure if you're a Republican, you know, like, no, I mean, name rhino, you're you're not exactly... Uh, but there's a term of rhino, Republican name only. So, you know, <laughs> I thought be, I, if I was running the campaign of Abdullah, I would, you know, run these ads like rhino's a rhino. I don't know. Like, what, what do you mean? Well, they they have a term amongst Republicans. They, they call someone a rhino. It's like Republican in name only, which means you're not really oh. Republican. You're just like, you know, kind of a, you're basically a liberal, but you kind of, you know, you're pretending to be a conservative. Right. Yeah. Well, they probably did some shit like I'm that. Sure I don't did. know if this guy, Abdul, Abdul Mahmoud, was a Democrat or, um, um, was it a primary run, perhaps? Uh, another uh, another thing to touch upon is how the WWE handles events. Um, the SmackDown after 9-11, which WWE claims is the first public assembly after the tragic events held in Houston, Texas. What date was it? This was, um, I guess 12? that would have been that Friday, maybe, yeah. or that Thursday. So Pretty quick. Three days later. Yeah. Um, Lillian Garcia sings a heart-wrenching rendition of the national anthem. Superstars talk about their feelings. JBL gives an incredible speech. Um, also, uh, and John Oliver covered this, um, and he or did a bit about it. Like John Cena gave the John Cena uh, right after Raw uh, announced the killing of Bin Laden. And he did it in a way that was like more poetic than Barack Obama. Oh wow! Wait, wasn't isn't it wrong Monday nights? He said that Bin Laden was captured and compromised. Wait, isn't it wrong on Monday night? Yeah, it was the first time fans in Tampa, Florida, had heard the but news. It, but so they, they, announced, went they announced it the Sunday night. I remember that. The I guess fucking it was Monday night. These fans didn't Monday know for a whole day. Well, it's Florida. Who the fuck knows? Dude, Florida. <laughs> they don't fucking know. What's Some going of them on. still don't know. <laughs> They're like recount. They're still doing Gore and and Bush. Um, Antonio Anoki, uh, following his father's footsteps, Anoki entered politics in 1989 when he was elected into the House of Counselors as a representative of his own sports and peace party in the Japanese House of Counselors election 1989. Uh, he traveled to Iraq in 1990 in an unofficial one-man diplomatic mission and successfully negotiated with Saddam Hussein for the release of Japanese hostages before the outbreak of the Gulf War. It was ah. then that he personally organized a wrestling event in Iraq for the purpose of freeing the 41 captives. Um, and he failed to win his seat back in the Japanese house in 1992. And well, yeah, uh, he's probably you know they probably have pictures of him being chummy with Saddam. Yeah, he's, well, he's also tried to like he's gone to many like trips to North Korea to try to like like these wrestlers <laughs> they just think like that yeah they, they can, just they just they think they're on the global stage. Yeah, yeah, they're like I can do it. Well, Robin that's why Trump is the you know like Trump Trump doesn't understand geopolitical relations. You know, so he's like yeah if I just go over there and like talk to him it's totally fine and then. You know, they're like, no, you idiot. We just found a bunch of fucking missile sites in the mountains. Right. <laughs> None of that was true, you know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Jerry Waller uh, ran for mayor in Memphis, Tennessee. His platform focused on making the streets safer for residents, beautifying the city, and improving the quality of education. In addition, he vowed to attract businesses to Memphis, improve the flow of traffic, create more parks, and decrease property taxes. Waller ended up with 11.7% of ballots, beating 12 of the 15 candidates. Ultimately, however, Mayor Willie Harrington was easily reelected. Jerry Waller, not a guy. Did they bring a lot it? of controversy surrounding Jerry Waller? Did so they even not the smartest guy to run? Did they even need to bring his skeletons up, or no? I think that like even everybody within the company was like, "What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You're like, well, Jerry, the King Lawler. They thought I'm the king. <laughs> yeah, I'm the king. They're like, what are you doing, Jerry? <laughs> so we have you on tape, fucking kids." Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I did the roast of Bruce Trichard, and I, his opening line is, what are you going to say to me? I like young girls. <laughs> that, was, that was like his opening line. Oh, jeez. And then I did a joke right after. I was like, Jerry, the Sandusky Lawler, everybody. Oh, Jesus. Killed. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, if they, you know there, there's plenty of, like, comedians that wouldn't run. Yeah, but these wrestlers, but... I, I think they get hit in the head so many fucking times. I agree. And then Hulk Hogan has announced, you know, on the Tonight Show that he was running for president. It didn't work out, clearly. Um, well, he's I mean, got such a great all-American family. <laughs> this is the guy who was, like, dropping M-bombs during sex or something, the sex tape? Well, not during sex. It was oh, afterwards. Okay. Well, so, you know, I'm sure he's a great American, but might not work out. I think it was during sex it would have not been as bad. After sex, yeah. that's... that's you, when... you get a pass if, you, if you're fucking... I mean, I mean, maybe if like you're, you're, you're no, but like maybe there's some fucked up role playing. Sure. But after sex, when like you've come and you're like, oh, this Clear is headed. what I really think. Yeah. Think about this situation. <laughs> um, well, anything you guys want to add? I think we, we basically. I think hit we. It oh, I think we left off one of the most successful wrestler, uh, Vladimir Putin. That guy he is. Was a, well, he was. He is a wrestler, but he's not a professional wrestler. Uh, he's, he's a systema. They, is he one of these like judo systema guys? Yeah, but that's like a real thing. That's All like right. an MMA thing. All right. Well, I thought it was. We're uh, talking about people with backstories, <laughs> you know, logos. You know, <laughs> talking about real shit here. <laughs> yeah, I saw on the like list Jimmy there... Superfly Snooker. Who there... do you think would make the best? Uh, okay, this is the last question. We'll end on. Who do you think would make the best wrestler president? Bobby the Brain Heenan. He would be really good. I can't, I, I, I can't, I, I can't argue I with that. Adore, I've always adored Bobby the Brand Heenan. I would volunteer to work on Dusty Rhodes' campaign. I, I just believe Didn't in him. did Dusty Rhodes become Golden Child or something? No, <laughs> no, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm like, no, he had a son named Goldust. <laughs> right, Goldust. That's what I mean. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. He had a son who was pansexual and uh, would would rub wrestlers' chests. Yeah. And, and they were trying to say it was, like, that was another thing they were trying to be like, because Glad was like, you can't do this shit. And he's like, no, he's not a gay, he's androgynous. And the androgynous <laughs> people were like, you also can't do this. And he's like, no, he's, uh, you know, ha, he's mystical. Like, like, like they keep, like, digging. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's so funny. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for doing the podcast. Thank you for yeah, having us. Uh, where, can, where can we find you? Tim J. Dillon, Instagram and Twitter, D-I-L-L-O-N, and Tim Dillon's Going to Hell podcast on iTunes and Gas Digital Network. At Ray Comp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yes, Tim Dillon's Going to Hell every Tuesday. Check it out. iTunes. Yeah, you go to my website, net, where I'll have my show times. Um, 
Also, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Total effort marks. Uh, the numbers could really help, guys. And I don't know if I'm going to be doing the Mass Man show anymore, scheduling-wise. It's it's getting pretty difficult. So come here for all your Dan St. Germain wrestling needs, which I think attracts maybe four other people <laughs> in Finland. <laughs> With SS tattoos. I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Showbrew Studios. Thank you, All Things Comedy. We're out.